You are now tuned in from the desk of low. Brought to you by from the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you have a dream, go get it. Say less. Welcome back from the desk of low. I have with me a very special guest. Um, he's actually been in the game for a minute, so I really appreciate him taking his time out of his busy schedule just to, you know, give me a, a good interview. Um, I have with me today, Knowledge the Pirate. So how you how are you mate? How you doing on this uh New Year, sir? Oh yeah, everything's lovely, man. You already know. Blessed to be here. Um, so one of the questions, um, sir, I always wanted to ask you, because I ask I am I've actually been bumping your project Flintlock for a minute now since you released it. Um I'm just curious. Um wh- why why the name Knowledge the Pirate, sir? Such like you're su- being um, such a such field of knowledge with life itself, sir. I notice in like uh, a couple of interviews too. Um, you're very very intelligent. I'm just wondering, have you ever thought about writing a book? Just not about your experiences about in the industry, just about um, motivational in general, sir. You actually got one of your first record deals when I was just like a kid. I was only like four or five when you got that deal. But I'm, <laughs> I got I keep it real with you on that. Um, I'm just wondering too, when you were signed to Interscope, um, do you play some of that old music that you recorded back then just for yourself, like in 2019 or 2018, sir? Never really recorded a full album back then, you know. 
yeah, so, yeah, that was just a great time, but I didn't, I, I wasn't, when I was young, I wasn't really taking, taking the, the predicament that I was in seriously, you know, I was, yeah, I was kind of taking. But you live in your land. Right. Yo, yeah, yeah, definitely, and it was a great experience, you know, I, I, I wouldn't change a thing, you know, because I love my life now, you know, so. And it just made you to uh, who you are today. Um, speaking of Teddy, exactly. um, for the people who don't know, um, if it was Teddy Riley, and and if you don't know, y'all better go do the research on Teddy Riley. Um, <laughs> um, do you have any? Jackson, like, oh, I'll let my man do the talking right here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, he did the whole Michael Jackson Dangerous album. You know, Teddy's responsible for a lot of that uptown music that was coming out back in the day, the early days of hip hop. You know, like Heavy D, you know, doing a lot of that Joe to see that Mary J. Blige. You know, he's just a, a pioneer and an innovator. You know, one of the greatest producers ever in the music business, actually. You know, he created a whole new genre of sound. He's actually. What people don't know, Teddy's claim to fame, actually, he's the guy that made it famous to, to rap and do R&B. That's what the New Jack Swing was. Nobody was actually rapping and mixing R&B, you know, and, and he, he, he brought that to the game, yeah. And uh, I, I believe, too, because um, Tech from Smith & Weston uh, said something to me that forever put me on a mission. He said... Um, be the bridge to the generation gap. And since I heard that, I noticed that a lot of these kids my age, they don't know, like, stories like that. And, like, it really bugs me out because they get, they try to get into the game without knowing the history of it. And I'm just wondering, does that ever bug you out, too? You know, honestly, I, 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 um, I, I, I kind of, you know, on one hand, I, I feel a way about it but I understand because I was young, too. You know, when you're young, you feel like it's your time. Fuck them old niggas. You know? <laughs> That's just the attitude of the youth. But it's our duty to make sure that they learn, you know, their history. You know, because you don't want to erase the history. Because if, if you do that, then, you know, what do we really have? You know, a tree ain't shit without its roots. And hip-hop is a tree. You know, and, and these new kids is coming. They're just branches off of a, a, a tree that existed way before they came along, you know, 40-something years to be exact. Uh, That's very true. That's very true. Um, One of the questions that um I always wanted to ask you, too, about your album, why the name Flintlock, sir? Well, you know, being as though I am knowledge the pirate, and, you know, Flintlock is a pirate gun, and it's being as though it's my debut album... I looked at it like I was, you know, letting off my flintlock, letting my gun go. You know what I'm saying? Or taking a shot at the industry as far as being an independent artist, you know, because we doing this shit all independent, no no backing or nothing, you know. So, yeah. So when it's like a David and Goliath thing, you know, I'm, I'm busting my, I'm, you know, busting my, my, my little gun at this big, big industry. And, you know, we made noise. It was very successful, too, so proud of what we did over here at Treasure Chest. That's the name of my label, Treasure Chest Entertainment. Man. You know what I mean? You know, my partner is Rock Marciano. That's what I fucks with. And, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we're doing big things, man. And, and um, 2019 is going to get bigger and better. I know. Uh, 
I noticed too, um, you take um, your craft very serious with that Flintlock album, and you can tell just by the packaging too. I think that um, you changed that independent game by including that coin with it. I was like, oh, that's new. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering what what was the idea behind that coin too? Because like I know like everything with knowledge to pirate, but what made you actually want to be like yo? I want to include this with like you know for the fans that actually appreciate this album. Right. Um. That that was like more or less my my label logo. You know, my label is Treasure Chest. Yeah. So you know the gold coin yeah represents that treasure. You know what I mean? Which which Flintlock is, because Flintlock was a jewel. You know, that shit was jewelry. You can wear that, you know what I'm saying? And and it's, it's priceless. It's something that could save your life, because, you know, I gave people some things on there that they can, you know, they can grow off of. You know, it ain't just a bunch of, you know, words and rhyme and a slick shit. It's really something that, you know, some food for thought learned. And I noticed too. Um, I'm early on a lot of new talent too. I see that your son was rapping too, and I'm just wondering too. Uh, with um, his upcoming album and everything too, you said that he was uh, spitting some stuff that he's like, oh wow, he's just a kid still, but he's still spitting that stuff. I'm just wondering, did he, does he come to you and ask you? He's like, hey dad, should I spit it like this, or do you just kind of let him do his own thing? You know, one thing, you know. As an artist myself, and you know the way my talent, you know, was blessed, you know, from God, you know, just came from the universe, you know, it was God given talent. That's the same thing with my son. So I kind of, you know, one thing if you really know about music, when somebody has like a God given gift, the best thing you can do is get the fuck out their way. You know, when somebody just can sit in a room and you don't have to, it's different. Everybody doesn't have that. Some people, because I'm a writer, I write for people. Yeah. Some people I have to, you know, my son, he don't, like, I can't write that shit he because I don't do that kind of rap. You know, I probably could if I tried, but that's some young mind shit. So, you know, I just know music. So, you know, he just be in the room listening to fucking music. He comes out, make I listen. I'm like, what the fuck? This shit sound crazy. So <laughs> I just let him do what he, yeah, I let him do what he do because he's doing it so fucking good. You know, I really hate the fact that he's in his music shit. I don't like this shit, you know, but I'm not no... I'm not gonna hold back somebody with talent like he got, man. A little motherfucker. Yeah, we we about three songs away from releasing his his mixtape is gonna be called Mob Ties. Yeah. And he for got the, a hit single with young dude. Excuse me? Oh, and for the people who don't know, it's uh J Mafia for the people who wanna be tuned into that. Yeah. Yeah, J dot Mafia. You can follow him on his Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh his his mixtape he got a, a hit single with young nudie, twenty one savage cousin. Out of Atlanta, yeah, big dude, yeah, he good, good, good guy, young nudie and shit. They got a hit called "Head Ass Niggas." That shit got about ninety thousand streams on SoundCloud already. Oh damn, yeah, yeah so that's, that's doing its numbers. That definitely going yeah, up. Yeah, it's doing its numbers. Yeah, yeah, it's doing its numbers. And so his mob ties mixtape will be dropping in February. Yeah, and it will be under your label, I'm assuming, Treasure Chest Entertainment. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out under Treasure. What made you want to start your own label, too, sir? Um, you know, just the independence, the freedom of, of being able to, you know, create what lies close to my heart versus somebody with money, you know, fucking with my creativeness, you know. Just, yeah, just the 
freedom. It's like trying to tell you how to do one song another way. It's like, no, nah, just let me do it my way. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, me and Rocky, we've been fighting this fight for a long time, you know. It, you know, nobody, everybody right now is jumping on this fucking rapping like they from New York shit in this old 90s, you know, the break, the, you know, the boom bap shit. But to keep it 100, just three, four years ago, man, wasn't nobody fucking with New York, you know. Me and Rocky been doing this shit since Mossberg, you know. You know, all the way to reload it and Empire Strikes Back and Mars Super Cool. Like, I was there the whole way. Like, and now it, it, we, we got a lane for it. You got all these new guys popping up, emulating. And the reason why I say emulating our sound, because it was a sound that was lost and we was fighting the fight. So now motherfuckers jumping on the bandwagon, acting like they this and that. Man, we the fathers of this shit, man. Are this new wave that's going on in New York right now? Yeah, and it's a few other brothers carrying, you know, doing it, doing it too. And I respect and I salute everybody, but, you know, I'm just letting niggas know, man, nobody was really giving a fuck about New York, but right now it's a great day. You know, they're listening to lyrics again. You know, the, the, the um, you know, the, the beats ain't just that, uh, that down south type, you know, that, that other sound that they was doing. I don't know what to call it, trap music. I don't call it mumble rap because to me that's disrespectful, you know? When you say somebody's mumbling, to me that's some ignorant shit. Ain't nobody fucking mumbling. Yeah, because you can still understand the person. Yeah, you can you can understand them. You just gotta listen, man. People got different dialects and they talk different, man. Cut it out. That's very true. You know, motherfuckers is yeah, motherfuckers is mad because they they ain't allowed in the party. You know, we'll make your own party like me and Rocky did. We made our own party. <laughs> we we having a ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, I. I you can go there. I'm missing there, brother. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry to cut you off. Um, when you say that um, no, now, no, now there's a lane for like this real hip hop and like you and Rocky are the forefathers. You know, I really wish Combat Jack uh, was here to see this because he he uh, when I used to listen to his podcast, that's how I found all of these undergrad. That's uh, and I'll keep it a buck on this show. Uh, that's how I found Westside Gun and Conway before the shady deal when they were just on their grind in Buffalo. Like Combat Jack was like the one who put me on to those artists with the wheel. Like I'm pretty sure he put me on to Rock Marcy too. Mm-hmm. Yo, Combat Jack, man, God bless him, man. He yes. was the that was the dude that had his pulse on the streets. If you really want to know what's going on, go look look at his old shows. He'll tell you because he really knew what was happening, man. And you know. God bless his soul, may he rest in paradise, man. You know, good brother. Very uh, good. I still listen to his old podcast really today. To the culture. Yeah, yeah, he was pushing the culture forward, man. He was one of them guys that is the reason why brothers like us, like he was a platform, you know, when nobody else was giving a fuck, Combat Jack did, you know. So I salute that guy. He's a general, man, for real. And also, too, um, I noticed that Charlie Mack discovered you, too. You don't have to answer this question, but I'm just wondering, um, how did he discover you, sir? Because I know you like you you like keeping things short. No, nah, it was just at a, um, it was a celebrity basketball game. You know what I'm saying? And me and my man Muhammad and my brother Kate Piper went up there, and uh, I had spit in front of him, and that was that was that. Like he took me in front of Queen Latifah, and then. They flew me to Hollywood. Like, that shit kind of happened fast. Like, yeah. But that's how he discovered me at that basketball game. And I used to run with um, some brothers out of uh, Philly, some good brothers named the Task Force. They later changed their name to Nam Brigade. They my brothers. You know what I'm saying? They pirates, too. 
there was another group that was on the chart. Or they like some underground legends in Philly. They put a lot of people on. Like they introduced Freeway to Beanie Mac and I mean Beanie Seagull and shit like that. They ain't never really bubble over, but they some underground legends in Philly and shit. Or oh, okay, yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna stay tuned to that because I love hearing about old underground like stories and like that, like like the tunnel and things like yeah. that. That's what a lot of these kids don't know the tunnel. I be trying to tell these kids like, mind you, I'm still you know young myself. But I'm like, yo, if you guys would have seen the tunnel and they talked away about it in the '90s, yo, they would not let that stuff go on in this day and age. You've been that's there, obviously. New York, New York. Yeah, yeah. That's when New York was New York, you know. That's when New York was really grimy. Before the towers fell and all that other shit, they put cameras everywhere. New York is under surveillance now, you know. Big Brother's eyes watching, so it's just a different city. Or, I never, I never been to New York, sir. So I'm just wondering, can you give me a little bit of a glimpse, like in an everyday New Yorker's life? would it be you know it's, it's a lot of people you know it's different boroughs so you know each borough that shit different you know what I'm saying but it's really the same thing you know New York be it be blocks and shit like you know niggas from certain projects and certain like if these niggas is from 129th or these niggas is from you know Shadyville or whatever they stick to their areas like niggas like and some niggas go outside their areas and fuck with other niggas that's how I am I'm a wondering too because you produce a lot of your own music have you ever thought about working with other producers besides Rocky You said anyway. forefather. That's fact. <laughs> yeah, That's I like fact. to talk shit too. Niggas don't know. You can tell Canada I talk shit. And I'm really about that shit. Like, niggas be talking. You, That's why you don't see none of these niggas don't say nothing to me. Because none of them don't want no problem with me. You know what I mean? Because I run that city. I run New York for real. And niggas get a problem with me, they won't be able to come to New York. I smack the shit out of any of you. I, I ain't gonna get violent on the Canada. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I am that dude. Nah, because niggas be fronting. I'm that dude. Like, I'll be the nigga. I'll beat these niggas. Niggas don't want no problems. And all the people that play with them things, they my friends. And that's why people stay away from me. They keep it 100. All them niggas in rap, a lot of them niggas know me, man. I ain't even gonna say their names. The biggest niggas, they know me well. They used to sit on the floor and watch me. But they won't say nothing to me. You know what I mean? Because they nervous of me. 
You feel me? And I ain't even gonna say their names because I don't need to do that clout shit. But the biggest niggas right now, they know me, man. They was little niggas to me, man. But you know, I let niggas live, man. You know, they either gonna show me respect or whatever. I'm gonna keep putting this music out and do what I do, man. I ain't, I don't need no man to suck me off for none of that, man. You know what I mean? It is what it is. So, but it be what it be, man. But I'm here though. Pirate, Rock Marciano, Treasure Chest, Marcy Enterprises. 2019, big things coming. You know, my brother got this tour coming up with Action Bronson and Mayhem Lauren. You know what I'm saying? That shit gonna be major. We starting that in February. I'm gonna hit a few of them dates and all that. So, you know, Black Caesar is coming. I'm gonna drop that shit. That's my next shit coming. I'm gonna drop that like the end of February. So I'm on these niggas' heads. You know what I mean? This shit gonna be another classic like front lock. And that's what it is, man. You know what I mean? And, um, it, you know, I'm, I'm glad where hip-hop is at right now. It's in a great place. And all the niggas that's, that's pushing the culture forward, I salute everybody, man. You know, but just stay humble and, and you know, keep this shit what it be, man. You know what I mean? It's a competitive sport, though, so, you know, I'm with it. However niggas want to do it, uh, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Have you, you know, it's, it's like how you said, it's great where hip-hop is going. Do you think that out of everything that you never released an album that... Like last year was your time to release your debut albums. Like yo, this was it was like destiny. This was the right time for you to release it. Yeah, facts, definitely. The way the response I got and how people was fucking with it, like you know what I mean. The way the vinyl sold, the tapes and cassettes, I, I you know, that shit was yeah. It was definitely, definitely the time it was right. Cause you know, hip hop been in a funny place lately. You know, with this new digital shit. And, you know, CDs ain't been selling. No vinyl, you know, so, you know, but we, we got that thing back popping. If you notice, everybody emulating my shit. Yeah. Me Rocky was the first niggas telling, we, me and Rocky was the first motherfuckers telling everybody to go to our website to buy our album. Wasn't nobody doing that. And then niggas, now everybody's starting to do that shit. Facts. Everybody was happy to put their shit up on streaming. We the first ones who said, nah, nigga, I didn't put my shit on streaming for 30 days. Niggas be happy to, no. Oh, my shit up on streaming, nigga, I ain't put my shit up on streaming. You got to buy the digital download. You feel me? Nobody wasn't doing that shit. And my digital download was $25 and the fans were standing up. That's why I love all the fans and I salute them. You know what I mean? Word. But, um, yeah, we start, you know what I mean? So that whole wave that, you know, now everybody going to emulate it and everybody going to act like, oh, we did. You know, that's how niggas are. You know, they get amnesia. That's why Jay made that song, Amnesia. You motherfuckers be forgetting. You know what I mean? But it's all Gucci, you know? You know, because that's what we're here for. We're here to innovate and bring, you know, the way, the blueprint to the game. Because that's what we're really doing. You know, we're giving niggas the blueprint to this shit where you can be independent and you don't got to sell yourself to no label. You know, you can build up your fan base and really directly deal with your consumers, you know, and cut out the middleman. And you don't have what? to deal with label executives like, yo, you should go on this promoter. It's like, no, I can just, like, I, I can talk to the fans directly and you can buy and they, like, they can purchase from you directly and that's the beautiful part about the, uh-huh. like, about this age. Real deal. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I won't... Yo, it's been like we've been on this phone a long, long time. I was, I was just gonna say, I, I know, I was just gonna say, I, I know I've been, I went over the 20 minute mark so I just wanted to uh, tell you one more thing before I let you go. Um, You said that... Own your talent. Own your craft. That was mad motivating. So I just wanted to say thank you for that in a recent interview you did. And I want to take you, um, say thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule for doing this interview. Sir, salute. No doubt. Salute to you, man. Salute to you, man. Thank you. 
with you, brother, and keep pushing the culture forward. Everybody in Canada, I send my love. So now it's the pirate signing off. Ahoy. Ahoy, sir. And y'all go to knowledgethepirate.com if y'all want to cop that. Um, my, I got a few albums left and a few CDs up there. I mean, I think the gold albums are sold out, but I got some black vinyls. Y'all can go to knowledgethepirate.com. All right? Peace. Peace, sir, from the desk below.